<laughs> well, they you have a bald head, so. Mother's Day show, then with a dad joke. Welcome to the Circling the Drain podcast, quarantine home edition number 13. <laughs> Jesus, that many already? God. Yeah, it is. Couple weeks, hopefully we got some good news. We may be able to get back in the studio and actually, oh, I don't know, see each other and like touch each other and go, yeah, hi. Well. Yeah, that's the first thing you're gonna do. Here's an elbow, there you go, you know. Um, it is Father's Day weekend and we're gonna cover everything you need to know, plus a couple other things. In case you didn't know, I am Ira. I don't do the show by myself because that would be weird having three other people just, you know, with me for no reason. So there's my buddy in the corner, Mr. Sean Radford. Hey guys, what's going on? It is now the Baker's Dozen of the Circling the Drain Home Edition podcast situation. And like my buddy just said, uh, hopefully we'll be back to some sort of sensibility in a few weeks. But until then, we're all broadcasting from home. And down over to the right, over to the corner in this little Brady Bunch square is the royalty section of the podcast. The Queen of Heels herself, Carolina. Oh, hail. Hello. Hi, guys. I made What's it back mine? to New York alive. Oh, nice. we are so happy. <laughs> Where'd last you go? Night, last night yeah. we were on a Zoom call, and Caroline is showing us she's in Pennsylvania. She goes, take a look at this road. And it's just a dirt road with one light. And then she goes, oh, by the way, on the right side is a cliff. <laughs> yeah, nice. it was pretty scary. <laughs> um, <laughs> all because I wanted to avoid tolls, but I think I learned my lesson, and I will be paying tolls from now on. And that was the Blair right. Witch Project 3. Yes. <laughs> Caroline is just going to be like throwing money out the window. Here's your toll. Here's your tolls. Here's your tolls. <laughs> you want extra? I'll give you extra. <laughs> I just realized we just shot uh, a, holo- a Halloween version of Circling the Drain there you uh, go. yesterday. Pretty much. We know where to go for that now. <clears throat> and now, according, <laughs> according to his box, it says Pickle. Who is Robert's son? Oh, oh. I, I, I had to uh, pay my respects to my dad. Okay. Well, in that case, I am, well, I'm the son of Stan. So you do that. And Sean, give a shout out to your dad. Hey, dad, what's going on? <laughs> He's in the other room somewhere he going, knows. what? <laughs> Carolina, anything for your stepdad? Hi. Hi, Jorge. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now that we're all done with that, ladies and gentlemen, the world-famous Shotgun Story. Sean, how do we play? Sorry, I'm so used to the uh, shotgun sound that I just had to try and make it. And it didn't sound exactly like I wanted it to. It sounded better in my head. Anyway, we're going to start the show off with one of our favorite games in the world, which is called Shotgun Stories. It's not exactly a game. It's more of a, uh, a choice for you to pick your favorite story. What Shotgun Stories is, is we go around the world and find the wildest, craziest story we could possibly come up with. We read them off, and then you, the listener, gets to vote on which one you like the best. Now, if we were in a studio like we should be, talking together, uh, there would be a little comment section underneath the video you're watching at the moment. However, we're all sitting at home, so uh, on the Drain, the Circling the Drain Facebook group page, you will be able to vote for which story you like the best probably tomorrow. If not Thursday, by the latest, but more than likely tomorrow. So we'll tally up all the votes, and we will determine a winner next week to see 
what a winner gets. Who knows? We'll figure it out when it happens. Shotgun stories. Bang. And what what is the rule if you win three in a row against? Oh, crap. Um, well, if you well, win three in a row, <laughs> and it's very few and far between that you win three in a row, you True. get to force the other two people to do something stupid. Damn. Hmm. Well, unfortunately for you, guess who's won three in a row? <laughs> what in the hell is that pizza face? Well, I'm going to let you know because this is my shotgun story for this week. But when we get back in the studio, I owe you one now. <laughs> oh, two, actually. Oh, come Caesar's on. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. Guess Michael's got to do two also. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be there most likely, so. Right, listen, you're a lot prettier when you don't talk. <laughs> Think about what you've done. Oh, Carolina, I, I will tell you, Pickles tried his best for you this week. He voted every time oh, for you. you. I'm like, Welcome. what's going on? He goes, it was my story. I gave it to her. I think it was a good story on its own. and It, it was funny. It was a good story. It was. I think everybody had it a good have story one. last week. I do. But it's it's all reset right now. It doesn't matter. I can't if, if I win four in a row, it does nothing. So let's start off. I'm sure you're interested in my picture there. Um, yes, mm -hmm. totally. Well, it's hungry. This week, this week, our shotgun stories are Father's Day themed. So, uh, where do you go when you desperately need a shotgun story? You go to Florida. Florida, of course, where you find Robert Houston. And his father, who was returning home from a walk, his son picked up a pizza from the delivery man and proceeded to take the pie out of the box and shove it right in his father's face. There you go. I doubt that's his actual picture, but that's how I picture it. Okay. Now, he then knocked down his father and began to yell at him. The victim began to flail around trying to get his son off of him, at which point the defendant went and just sat on the curb and waited for the cops to arrive because they knew that they were going to call the cops on him. And sure enough, they did. So you're asking, why did he just take a pizza and just throw it in his father's face? Right. Well, let's see. It says Robert Houston was arrested after he, and here's my favorite part, allegedly attacked his father with a pizza. Upon finding out that when Robert was born, his father helped deliver him at birth. Okay. Exactly. Police arrived at the home and discovered the pizza. They discovered the father. There's a mess everywhere. And they bring in. Houston later told police, I did throw the pizza at my dad's face, and I was striking him due to him helping me, helping give birth to me. And here's how it finishes. It's unclear why that caused him to attack his father. No reason is given. Just he's mad. What? That his father was there when he was born and helped. Wow. Was wow. <laughs> he on drugs? That Did is, you miss I, the I, part I, where he was on, like, Yeah. Nope. He's, he's on, like, all the drugs for assault with a pizza. And that just, wow. Okay. That's such so a it wasn't It wasn't DiGiorno. It was the son. Get serious. Uh, <laughs> if the police didn't come in 30 minutes or less, would the charges have been dropped? But hey! <laughs> well, that was a good one. I like it. 
it was a real saucy attack, I gotta tell you. I mean, yeah, I got no, I got no pizza jokes, guys. I'm trying. I just, I, I can't think of one. So come on, hold right, on. You're just making me want pizza after this. Yeah, that profile picture is actually making me hungry right now. Shocking. Yeah. Eat the face, Sean. You uh, can't pull out a cheesy joke. Uh, I wonder what that mess smells like. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, okay. I don't know how Get rid of the picture. <laughs> okay, so that's my story. Who's next? Huh. I wonder if uh I'll I go. Think... wait, just hold on one second. He's got I one. How badly the dude got burnt when he got slapped with the pizza. Was it fresh? Did it come straight out of the oven? Did the cheese melt on his face? It's <coughs> a cold pizza. That's just well, that might be more painful, but even still, like we we don't know the degree of the pizza in order to determine how hard this guy got beat up by a pie. Well, it does say that he saw the delivery man coming, grabbed right. it from the delivery guy. So we're mm -hmm. assuming that it was warm it was too so hot. hot. Mm -hmm. That that is possible. I just I, <laughs> I don't know. I, there's not enough details for me to make a rational judgment call on this situation. That you know. I, I pride myself in pizza conversation. I just don't have all the facts. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do about this. You know, I don't know. He's just nibbling around the crust for an idea. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Something about pepperoni. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Can anybody actually come up with a reason why that would upset him that his father helped with his birth? I don't He's probably one of those kids that are, like, mad about being alive, like, without being asked to be born. Uh, so he's probably pissed that his dad helped him come out the womb or something. Wow. What a thing to be mad at. What a, what a god damn. You're just mad at life. Literally. <laughs> like, 27 years later, too. Oh, man, all this damn breathing. I can't believe I'm still doing it every day. This is bullshit. Um, I don't know. But, like, yeah, that's just... What was he expecting? His dad to be down at the gift shop, like you know, just you know, buying, buying, buying some flowers or something. He was. I in don't the know. Hands on, I guess. Apparently, for real, he's definitely hands on. He was right there. Um, he was a good dad. Damn it! It's a weird ass situation. I, I, I don't know, but what an odd reason to smash a pizza in somebody's face. That's pizza abuse, guys. Don't do it. Not right. But then again, it's Florida pizza, so who cares? There you go. That's true. Okay, Carolina, what you got? Yeah, it's not even New York pizza. It's not even good. Yeah. If it was New York pizza, we would have to cause a tizzy, but Florida pizza, wrong. <laughs> and that's okay, Carolina? Am I still here? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, it's not Pennsylvania. I don't know what happened, but okay. All right, so my story also takes place in uh, Florida, Jupiter, Florida. So um, a man is facing felony charges after he let a 12-year-old drive his SUV because he wanted to be a cool dad. Um, police officer Craig Yosham spotted the Jeep making an illegal U-turn and then sped away. He followed the Jeep reaching 85 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. When he pulled the car over, he asked the 12-year-old why she was driving so fast. She responded, because I was told to drive faster. <laughs> Sean Michelson, who is 41, Sean! told police... <laughs> <laughs> um, she asked him if she could drive his car. 
He thought it would be a good idea, and he was also trying to be a cool father. He also told the police that he had been drinking earlier that day. Michaelson was charged with child neglect, allowing an unauthorized person to drive, and also is accused of buying the girl a vape pen. <laughs> I like that last little detail. <laughs> yeah, gotta throw that in somewhere. <laughs> if I had a button right now at the studio, it would definitely be meth is a hell of a drug. Right? I'm trying to be a cool dad, but that's yep. not my child. I that don't have any children. That is a crazy story. Well, yeah, he it goes on the too. heels. Remember last week, Sean, you had a five-year-old who was uh, driving an SUV, stole oh, his yeah. mom's car. I at did. Least, at least this one had his had parents' permission. Got <laughs> <laughs> to start them young. At least this one had a parent in the car. True. That is no true. No earner's permit, oh, but okay. Totally. <laughs> do you think, wait, wait, do you think that parents, that, that kids of alcoholics learn to drive sooner because, you know, the drunk parent gets in and goes, I got an idea, you drive home. Absolutely. <laughs> Probably. I would not doubt that almost every child of alcoholic parents is behind the wheel at 12 years old. And they're damn good at it, too. That's <laughs> right. You know, they, I've been they playing Grand Theft Auto for years. I'm good they, at this, damn it. <laughs> they know how Where's to drive. Where's the hooker for me to shoot? With Sorry. Tall boy hidden from the cops. They're good. <laughs> They're all pros. What? Not me, officer. Wasn't. Can I offer you a cold one? I mean, wait, what? <laughs> all right. So I'm going to go. And okay. funny thing, my story's from Florida as well. <gasps> Would you believe it? Crazy How stuff could it be? Florida. So, my story also takes place in Jupiter, Florida. Would you believe that? A I Florida would. man is facing felony charges after he is said to have let a 12-year-old girl drive his SUV. Wait a minute! <laughs> a Jupiter police officer was driving down the road when he saw the car. Holy U-turn. And speed away. I'm sorry. Oh. Pick up to pull over the car to see what was the matter. My bad. Your bad. We've never had the same shotgun story. This is comedy. Gold. Let's continue. He rolls up to the car, and as the window opens, sort of like my shotgun story last week with a five-year-old. This time it was a twelve-year-old. However, this twelve-year-old was trashy and full of Florida goodness. And would you believe it that her, oh, wait a second, it wasn't even her stepdad or her dad. It was just some dude that her and her mother were living with. He oh. was drunk, so she had to drive. So the officer decided to just bust everybody, and then he realized that he couldn't bust a 12-year-old because she's a minor. So then he sent her pack into where she should be, and uh, the man is held on bond without bail. And Florida is a crazy place. And, oh, by the way, she made him buy her vape pens. <laughs> baby, it's a crazy place. I gotta say, Sean, that was a very original story, and I thought you'd deliver <laughs> it really, really well. You know, I had such difficulty looking for a Father's Day-oriented story, so I was directed to just type in Florida 
father-son crime. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> and it was such gold, I decided to use it. And it was such gold, two of us decided to use it. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Because it's the same story, I, I just looked up another one. Okay. okay, you ready? It's from sure. Florida. Of course it is. There's a man, and he's got a 12-year-old girl, and he lets her drive an SUV. <laughs> and then she buys paper. No, wait, I do have another story, though. Wow, uh, man. About a, fa a Florida man yes. who wants his five-year-old son to learn how to swim. So what do you do when you're from Florida and you want your kid to learn how to swim? You throw him in the ocean and then walk away to the pier so you can go smoke a little bit. Oh, and, man. Uh, when they asked him why, it was just like, how else is he going to learn? This little kid out there by himself, nobody's around him, no adults. Uh, what was it? No. The kid was upset and crying and didn't want to be there, but he wanted to be the cool dad. So you know, uh, no, no, there's <laughs> no, there, no, there's the time and a place to do that, and that place is called the swimming pool, not <laughs> a beach. The water moves. The water is way more powerful than you are. Your kid is going to get swept away and you're going to jail. <laughs> um, no, that that's horrible. I mean, that's how I learned to swim. Not at the beach, in a swimming pool. It was like, oh, that water was, <laughs> yeah, figure it out, sucker. And I got kicked, yeah, bam, right in there. I swam, I worked, you know. But you can't do that at the ocean. You're destined to fail. That is just, that's, that is just poor parenting. Poor parenting with two capital Ps. Well, my father threw me in the pool. Then he found a 12-year-old, got in the car, and told him to drive, and just <laughs> left me in the pool. I He's mean, like, hey, give me a ride. There's bait pens in it for you. <laughs> That's how that works. It. Okay, Sean, why don't you tell people how they can vote for the same story? Okay. <laughs> well, how you can vote for these wonderful Floridian tales that we just dropped upon you is uh, probably tomorrow, there will be a poll on The Drain, the Circling The Drain Facebook group page. And that's probably where you're watching this show right now. If you're not listening to it as a podcast, this is a podcast, this is what you normally do. Anyway, if you're part of the live studio audience at the moment, uh, you won't be because we're pre-recording this, so never mind. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, shotgun stories get voted on, and we put a poll up on The Drain, the Facebook shit. The circling the drain. <laughs> and yeah, this is great. All right, so uh, if you go to our group page tomorrow, you'll see a vote. Vote on one of the stories. Pick one, figure it out, and we'll determine a winner next week. <laughs> yes, we please continue because, yeah, this is just a train wreck. If you read one and it makes you giggle, you vote for it, right? Vote. Yes. There you go. Okay. So yeah. since... Since Sean and I have the same story, can we like be like one and just verse you, Ira, and see who got the most votes? Oh no, I'm putting it up twice. Okay. <laughs> because you I know, know I know which one I'm voting for. <laughs> Seriously. Wait, 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 wait. But which one? <laughs> which one of the two? <laughs> hey, who knows? You know, we don't tag a name next to it, so you could just be throwing votes over there. Well, but we don't right. know vote for pickles anyway so whatever we could all have the same story we'd still lose it's fine seriously uh, I, I, I hate those sour votes for pickles guys <laughs> uh, i'm kind of a big dill so i usually get hey but, um, yeah hey, guys we got a, we got a lot of stuff for father's day first of all um 
Unfortunately, my father is not around anymore, uh, but I am a father. My and I are every year uh, on my father's birthday, which happens to be Father's Day. We always eat Chinese food, which is my father's favorite meal. So we're all going to get together and we're going to, nice. you know, eat a bunch of Chinese food. Sean, what are you, what are you doing this Sunday? Oh, probably nothing. Barbecue, um, you know, slow little hangout. Like, Father's Day has never really been, like, a big deal, I guess. I don't know. Um, but You're bringing yes. pickles in this again? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. You know, we'll wind up, uh, you know, something, you know, I don't know. Something will go down. We'll probably, yeah, we'll probably barbecue, and that's probably about it. Carolina? Um, everyone in, like, my mom's side of the family always gets together for Father's Day barbecue. And get drunk. And eat. Hey! Party. <laughs> And Pickles, pick, now, wait, Pickles told me a story that the most memorable Father's Day he had, he was about 12 years old, his father put him in the SUV, and he just said, <laughs> drive, we're going to get some vape pens. And, Did they it. have vape pens back then? Yeah. <laughs> no, go along with the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Any plans for Sunday, Pickles? Uh, I'm working, so pretty much after working, I'm probably going to do that get drunk thing with Carolina's family. Come on over. Guys are invited. Party still going on. Okay. What? What? I said I might. uh, The party is still going on. Oh, we party all morning long. Our parties don't end until like four in the morning. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see that. She's got to zoom in at four in the morning. Guys, I got a Sorry. been to some of those parties where you're the only person that doesn't speak the language and it's just like shots, 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 shots. Shots. <laughs> Universal And you're dancing and eating and singing and it's awesome. And you know, not a single, like 18,000 conversations are had throughout the entire night. I don't understand a freaking word of it, but you know, as long as laughter happens after a while, that's why I'm so visual because I still get people to laugh. So it's, you know, they're fun. Listen, in, in my family, my family is very diverse. There's, um, we have a whole bunch of different countries in my family. And some people don't speak Spanish. And, you know, some of my family barely speak English. So, like, having them talk is, is it's a little hard. But during family parties, everyone just has fun because all they understand is shots, shots, yep. tequila, <laughs> lime, okay. And, yeah, that's how it happens. <laughs> Because everybody thinks they, everybody thinks they can understand. <laughs> even, even if you don't speak the same language, you know, you're speaking English, you're speaking Spanish, and eventually the slurs just kind of balance it out. Yep. Everybody Spanglish, and the music gets louder, and the dancing is just it's awesome. Yeah, it's a good time. So yes. It's, uh, yeah, quite the adventures. (laughs) Well, I'm sure we have all watched our favorite TV dads over the year giving wonderful advice. Some good, some a little not so good. And I found this article, which is the worst fatherly advice from your favorite TV dads. Oh, goodness. So let's just talk about this. Dads, as we know, are full of wisdom and eager to share it. This is never truer than in the case of TV dads. Unfortunately, not all fatherly advice is good. 
And let's see if we can get a laugh out of it in honor of Father's Day. Let's see. We're going to go to the king of bad fathers. Any guesses? Al Bundy. No. Uh, the Simpson guy. Bingo. Homer Simpson. And what advice can we learn from Homer? Kids, you tried your best and you failed miserably. The lesson there, never try. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Who is yes. worse, Peter Griffin or the, or the Simpson guy? Uh, oh, no, Peter Griffin by far. I'm I think for Peter, Peter Griffin, yeah. too. Ah, uh, yeah, Peter Griffin, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> has a daughter that he basically ignores, so. <laughs> That's true. Well, wouldn't yeah. you? Shut up, Meg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It still qualifies. It's, it's, it's blood. <laughs> okay, the next aforementioned Al Bundy from Married with Children. Son, always remember the Bundy credo. Lie when your wife is waking. Lie when your belly's aching. Lie when you know she's faking. Lie, sell shoes, and lie. <laughs> so just lie to everybody. There you go. Lie and lie. One of my favorites, Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. This one, this one may be good advice. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, by the way, Pickles, there's somebody hiding behind you. Uh, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> Phil Dunphy, the most amazing things that can happen to a human being will happen to you if you just lower your expectations. Okay. So, uh, don't expect the good stuff. I don't know. Okay, don't know how, how about, go ahead. I just said, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, from Hank Hill from King of the Hill. Son, I'm going to show you how the world really works. I'm going to take your wallet. Uh, I'm going to kick you to the ground. And I'm going to punch you in the gut. That's how the world works. He's not lying. Yeah, I was going to say, that's kind of true. <laughs> you guys are all like, yeah, that, that sounds like good advice. The world sucks. Come on. Yeah. The world yeah, does suck. Go. It's 2020. Yes. That, of course through. it does. Yeah, we're kind of quarantined. Yeah, this kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Now, Carolina, don't get upset. This is from Tony Soprano, not from me. Okay? These fucking women, they'll drive you nuts with their emotions and whatnot. And I know it feels like you're never going to love anybody again. But trust me, there's millions of girls out there that are dying to meet a guy like you. I see them every day. They're a dime a dozen. So are you a dime a dozen? Listen, I agree. <laughs> I, listen, I was going to be honest and I was going to agree. I'm like, I kind of agree with the first part because we are a little emotional. Okay. Even though we don't like to admit it, we are. But, you know, no, screw the rest. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> must and Pickles and Sean are nice. Are, are, yeah, there you go. Like, you know I'm not going to say a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hey, listen. All I got to say is you haven't lived until you wake up with a knife neck. Never mind. Anyway, that's another story all together. Okay. The oh, guys. I promise you know. that happened to me. I take it your I wife isn't around, Pickles. She is not currently at the moment. She's taking There we go. 
from Dan Connor. Of course, we've all heard this uh, when you were a little kid. Uh, hey, if you don't finish your crud, you're not going to get any crap for dessert. That <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. is true. <laughs> you got to finish and everything. Crud and crap, all of it. That's that, it. That plate is cleaned. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then from Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, this was my favorite. I'd like to impart some words that I live by. Mo money, mo money, mo money. Yeah. <laughs> TV dad in history of TV dads. Yes. yes. Is he? Yes. Yeah. I loved him and he's in the top five, but I don't know if I could put him number one. Who would you put number one then? I, wait, okay. I got to say, what's the criteria? Is it like an actual dad or like a funny dad? Actual dad. I mean, actual dad on the show, loving dad and would do anything for the children and always teaches a good life lesson. I think he's, if he's yeah, not number one, he's top two or three. He is, uh, definitely. Top three, definitely. I, I will give you that. Um, there was a character, I brought this up before, that John Ritter played in uh, 10 Rules for, Date, right, Rules for Dating My Daughter. And um, they did an episode where he, when he died, because John Ritter died, uh, and they talked to the son, the grandfather's talking to the son, and he's like, you know, you know your father loved you, right? And the son just looked at him and said, I know. He told me every day. And that always stuck with me. And when I have my daughter, obviously I tell her every day that I love her. And that's the kind of stuff that, you know, you want to impart. So he's, he, even though the show didn't go very long, and once they put in David Spade, I think the rule is, add David Spade, show dies. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> I he he himself. If you're putting that criteria in, I put him in the top. Okay. Okay. Anybody else uh, want to nominate anybody? Hmm. I well, I can nominate Tony Soprano I, a little bit. I would definitely Tony Soprano. <laughs> What's that? I can nominate Tony Soprano. Yeah. Well, no, but I guess. <laughs> I mean, he did a really good job with his daughter, but his son turned out to be a dingleberry. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, How God. about Michael Landon from Little House on the Prairie? Oh, shut up. <laughs> never saw that show. He turned into an angel <laughs> later on. Yeah, it's true. Um, you know who was a good dad? Who? who? Herman Munster. Oh, yeah. You see? He was a good dad. Funny you randomly mentioned Herman Munster. I saw this thing the other day that there's a, I don't know if it's part of the story or somebody just kind of randomly made it up, that Herman Munster was created by Lily's father because her husband, who was a werewolf, got killed. And that's why Eddie looks nothing like him and Herman Frankenstein. Ooh, good yeah. theory. I yeah. believe it. I believe, I believe it. That for the monsters, guys. Like, wow. wow. I was just like, like, that blew my mind. I was like, whoa, that's really, and then I really thought about it. And my whole ride home from work that day, that's all I thought about. And I'm really, <laughs> like, you know, deciphering the whole situation. And it was just, it was really weird. But that's so funny that you randomly brought that up. That's, that's yeah. cool. Not only did he take care of his children, he also took care of his nephew. Yes. And like really taught him 
everything there is to know about yeah. being a man. So yeah, wait, wait, hell wait, wait, yeah. Guys. Hell yeah, Uncle Phil. The episode when Will's dad walked out on him and Will's oh, over here like, why doesn't he love me? And Uncle Phil hugs him. I cried. I we cried. Cry. That was so yeah. emotional. Yeah, we all cried. We all did not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're missing one. Shut up. I don't even like this show. (laughs) (laughs) We all did. Nobody. Anybody who sees that, if you don't cry, you don't have a soul. I don't care what what you think of Will Smith. That was that was powerful. Yeah. Uh, We're we're missing one. What's that? Especially already. I know. I know. Go. I got one. Go. Will Smith and the Pursuit of Happiness. Yes, but it's a movie. Movie. (laughs) Okay. All right. How about, going back quite a bit, but I'm sure we've all seen it in reruns, uh, judging by Pickles, you know, what he said, uh, all the the, uh, qualities that we need. We're going to the... The Brady Bunch. Come on, Robert Reed. Okay. You, Mike Brady. Oh, yeah. you, you knew he solved all the problems by the way the music played when he was talking to someone. That's true. Da, 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 da. Uh, and, da, 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 da. and one of the greatest things is in the movie versions of the Brady Bunch, they have Gary Cole playing Mike Brady, and yeah. he hangs up so heavy. It's it's hysterical, like price of admission right there. If you've never seen the Brady Bunch movies, watch them both. They're awesome. Well, they're not and, awesome. They're really good, but they're really funny. So totally worth your time. And now one little quick note. One little quick note on Robert Reed. Uh, yes. My my cousin, my first cousin, constantly keeps telling us we are related to him somehow. I know he's dead, but not my cousin Robert Reed. Although okay. he is my cousin, he is my cousin, and he is dead. So there you go. Hey. <laughs> yes. One more, by the way, before we finish up, and I know we mentioned it earlier, but I'm, when we before we were on the air, Cliff Cliff Huxtable. Yep. Yeah. Good character. Nothing else. Character based. You go yeah. back and watch the Cosby show, that is one hell of a role. I don't care it what is. he did as a person, throw that to the wayside. That's serious business. We don't handle that business over here. We're talking about comedy. Yes. So the Cosby yeah. show, on a comedic level, Cliff Huxtable is one hell of a dad. Yes, so we'll- absolutely. Yeah. Of course, later on, he would go back and do other things that we don't want yeah, well, to talk you about. Know, that's, 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 no, no, no. That's, that's over there. Talking about back in the mid-90s, in that, in that brownstone with all of his kids and sending them all to college and just making everybody laugh. And there are episodes of The Cosby Show that still bring me to tears. Like the Thanksgiving episode, when he keeps having to go back to the store, forget it. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, that show is absolutely, I'm not going back out there. I'm not going back out. <laughs> so yes. I got another one. Last what one for me. Um, the dad from Different Strokes. Okay. Oh, Conrad Bade. Uh, Mr. Drummond. Hell, yeah. Yes, Mr. Drummond. Okay. Him. What about... I have a man right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking now Stephen Keaton from Family Ties. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. 
Let's see. No, we're just going through everything in our heads. We're thinking of every TV father. I had Carl Winslow on there, too. Oh, I was thinking Ooh, about him. Oh. Carl Winslow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. And by the way, when you go on the drain, you can, you know, feel free to list who's your favorite TV dad of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the heck of it, slap a picture of your favorite TV dad on the on the drain, whenever, wherever. Do it in a couple of months if this is the first time you're listening to the show. We don't care. Just do what you want. Be like, hey, remember your Father's Day episode? Just heard it. Slap. Dan Kahn. All right. Cool. Thanks. Appreciate you. Here we go. Thanks. So, you know, listen. June is more. Oh, sorry. June is yeah. more than just Father's Day. Did you know that June is National Candy Month? National no. Candy Month. Holy so crap. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yes. And I have a list here of each state's favorite candies. Now, I divided it up. There are, mm. turns out that there are one, two, three, eight, nine, ten, twelve candies listed. Okay. Okay. Somebody give me, first of all, can anybody guess what New York's favorite candy is? It's a popular one Snickers. Bingo! Oh, she hits it right away. Yep. Okay. Snickers, Kansas, Maryland, New Mexico, and New York, their favorite candy, according to this, is Snickers. So, wow. Sean, you think you can pick one more of the uh, top 12 off the list? Well, I mean, New Yorkers are, are very angry, so Snickers would make sense. So, you know, just, <laughs> they don't calm down. They just stay New Yorkers, which is weird. But anyway. We're angry. Uh, uh, how about Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Of course, Reese's is on the list. Seven states. All right. Again, third place. Nice. Yep, there are a lot of places. Pickles. What do we got? Okay, I'm going, I, there's two ways I'm thinking of going here. I'm going to go, I'll go the safe route and go Kit Kat. It's a good thing. Kit Kat is only the top in two states, okay. Connecticut and Missouri, but you made the list. Now, okay, we still have number one and number two are up there. I wonder if Connecticut and Missouri eat them differently. Like, uh, one is one state savage as hell and just takes a bite. Like, they don't break it into pieces. <laughs> no! Don't Cause an argument. Oh. Hey, it could happen. Connecticut Listen. uses a knife and a fork. <laughs> Connecticut's like we don't we don't associate ourselves with Missouri, those savages just taking bite. We break it into fours. That's how we do it. You see I'm 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 the I'm the psycho that just takes a Kit Kat and just takes a bite. I don't break yeah, it. That, listen, there had really? to be there had to be one out of the four of us, and I appreciate that you admitted to it. So yes. Carol yep. the savage. What Kit Kat? I've been called out on it, too. <laughs> hey, live your life. I've heard there's a whole bunch of people in Missouri that feel the same way. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go to, with my Missouri people on that one. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, Carolina, can you pick something else off the list? Twix. Twix? Two states, Minnesota and Utah. Now the question is, does one eat the left part and one eat the right part? We don't know. Of course. That's the right all they in Minnesota. <laughs> Left Twix all day. Right Utah, 
is the right, right side, baby. That's it. <laughs> Utah just takes multiple uh, portions of the Twix and eats them both in vain, just like they're Exactly. Wild. They don't even care. They're just like, two or yeah, one. Wait, Minnesota's the Twin Cities, so that makes sense. And Utah is bigamy, so, you know, you can have more than one. So, okay, there you go. <laughs> okay, Sean, anything on the list? Still got uh, one and two. One and two are still there. <clears throat> How about mm-hmm. Jolly Ranchers? Jolly Ranchers, three states listed Jolly Ranchers as their favorite. California, Ooh. right? Vermont, and West Virginia. So Damn. if you don't have teeth, I guess, in West Virginia, and we just lost every listener there. Uh, I, I, I was really hoping for three farming states, so this way the name could just be such a play on words that it's just awesome. Like, you remember that joke from junior high? Hey, you want a Jolly Rancher? Yeah, I do. Yeah, we'll go <laughs> bang a farmer. I'm not dropping the F-bomb. I, I stopped myself. Anywho, um, yeah, okay, so Jolly Ranchers are enjoyed by people in Vermont. So while you're skiing, you're slurping on it something. Anyway. All I can picture now is a bunch of farmers going, I got the red ones over here, and then I planted <laughs> the green ones over there. <laughs> hey, why is your tongue blue? I was just testing the merchandise. He's really good. Especially if you use yes. two. Why is your tongue blue? Don't get high on your own supply. You're <laughs> selling ranchers over there. <laughs> That's coming out of your pay. Okay, blue pickles. Tongue. Okay, uh, I want to start going the fruity route, but I'm gonna. But I know. Of course Nestle, you do. Hey, easy. I know Nestle Crunch hasn't been said yet, and I feel like that's gotta be one or two. And that is the first strike in the game. Oh, damn it, Carolina! What do you got? I think I got number one. Finally, Starbursts. Starburst is on the list, four, five, six, seven, at number eight by two states that both begin with I, Idaho, and Iowa. So those are your four states. Yep. I was going to say, I I would figure those would have been the Jolly Rancher states. Maybe not. Okay. Um, What about Skittles? About time, number two. Yeah. Yes. Ten states ten list states. Skittles as its number one. As its number one. It is not the number one. Right. Which I'm sure Pickles is going to pick right now. I have on. What is it? I, I, M&M's. Bingo. Mm. About time. Doesn't oh, matter, plain or peanut. And how many states? Believe that M and M's are their favorite candy. Thirteen of them. Wow. So now we have one, one M and M's, two Skittles, three Reese's, four Snickers, six Jolly Rancher, seven Kit Kat, eight Starbucks, nine is Twix. So we're missing uh, number five and the last three, which you might not get. So let's see. Anybody got anything at all? Uh. Uh. Um, good and plenty. And that's right. Good. Two. Keep oh, tubble around. 
I was sweating for a second. If an entire state liked good and punnies, I was not going to visit that state ever. Because that's gross. Even if it's New Jersey? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I ain't moving there either. Keith, wow. by the yeah. way, New Jersey's favorite is m &S. Okay. okay. What's Pennsylvania's favorite? Uh, Pennsylvania. Lenny. Yeah, right? Pennsylvania. Wow, wait. I didn't miss a state. I know that. Uh, give me one second. Oh, Reese's. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, I was waiting to see if it was an actual Hershey product. Because Pennsylvania is the home of Hershey Park. Mm. Wait, what did you say? What, what was that first word? Hershey! Hershey! Bingo! There we go. Uh, Number 11. Oh. One state, Michigan, that says Hershey, state. is their favorite. <laughs> I don't think you're going to come up with, let's see, Number 12, enjoyed only by New Hampshire, is right. the Milky Way bar. Okay. Oh, Milky Way's on Number 10, enjoyed only by Kentucky, is right. Swedish Fish. Swedish Fish! I haven't had these in years. Oh, man. You can't leave a bag of Swedish Fish in front of me. They'll be gone. Like, hot second. Well, since Cameron. it's Kentucky, I guess Cletus the Alligator would, might beat you Chauncey. to it. Like, you know. That's, that's <laughs> Sorry. The question, though, is how many Swedish fish can a dead alligator eat? Not many. So I'd be all right. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> okay, there's one left. It is enjoyed. It is the top candy for Delaware, Louisiana, Nebraska, and North Dakota. Anybody mm. have any guess? Tumble uh, of Rome. No. Peach rings. No. Drinks. I like Cinnab peach rings. Is it Cinnabears? <laughs> no. Gummy the bears? answer is um, Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Oh, okay. Wow. I could go Swedish Kids over Sour Patch Kids, but that's just me. Did you enjoy your... Well, what's, what's everybody's favorite here? <sighs> I have such a sweet tooth. I love all types of candy. Um. Yeah, like... There's certain candies that I can't have because I eat them so much. Like, I've brought it up before. Um, gourmet jelly beans, I cannot buy because oh. I eat them in my sleep. I'm not oh even God. kidding when I say I've woken up uh, sitting on the edge of my bed going, mm, these are good-ass jelly beans. I can't <laughs> eating jelly beans. So, yeah, there's that. Um, uh, flavored Tootsie Rolls are awesome. Uh, Swedish yeah. fish badass. Um, uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, there's. I think Reese's. Reese's are the best. Reese's, yeah. Chocolate wise, I love Reese's peanut butter cups, like the big fat ones. Yeah. Like yeah, those are so good. That used to be the greatest oh. part of Halloween is just rifling through and just finding those orange squares and be like, mine, mine, mine. You'd eat all of them, and then you wouldn't <laughs> eat dinner. And just be like, ah, oh, man, Halloween's the greatest. I was actually just thinking about it. We well, had okay. mentioned. Um, if you realize, and they're all made by Hershey, if you take a Snickers bar and you remove mm -hmm. one ingredient, it becomes a different chocolate bar altogether. Like, if you take a Snickers and Milky get rid of the peanuts, way. it becomes a Milky Way. You take a Milky Way, get right. rid of the caramel, it becomes the Three Musketeers. 
I just, I realized that like two Halloweens ago because I was eating it all at the same time. And I was like, this is just the same thing with just a little extra layer on it. Like Snickers <laughs> is the end all be all grand champion of chocolate bars and everything else just kind of falls to the wayside to an extent. It's true. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's weird. It's you true. take away the, the, fluff, the nougat and you just get a Hershey bar, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's it. You know, you just compact the, uh, the chocolate shell and you got a Hershey kiss. It's just, you know, science. Not science. It's candy. Candy's great. <laughs> I it's have candy to, science. I That's have a true. opinion before we continue. Which M&M's, is? M&M's. Nah. What? Nah. I mean, I'm with people on that. All M&M's? Like, peanut, maybe. But, but chocolate, no. I like the... I like the peanuts. I like the M and M's with the caramel or the peanut butter. They've done right. a very good job, of, like expanding the product. But original M and M's, eh. okay. Yeah, all right. I I can understand that. That uh, that candy coated shell has a weird taste to it, especially if you get the off brand that are in like the uh, Christmas, you know, things. Uh, they don't exactly taste like M&M's or they taste like M&M's that have just been in a dusty corner for like four years. And like, so. yeah. No, I, yeah, I understand why, why you wouldn't really like M&M's. That makes sense. You know what else well, I kind of don't like? Reese's Pieces. I'd rather have the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup than the Reese's sure. Pieces. Yeah, pretty much. Does anybody like, and it's basically just a bunch of little Snickers, the Goldenberg's uh, Peanut Chews? No. I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. They're like little Snickers bars. They're amazing. Without the chocolate. Well, they have the chocolate coating. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking of something else. Yes, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're okay. Those were like, I I would categorize those as like third string Halloween candy. Like, as you've through all the good stuff, and then you have a bag full of stuff that you're not exactly 100% sure you want to yeah. eat. You <laughs> through, and like you have your tears. And you know, the very last tier is good and plenty is Mary Jane's, because nobody wants that crap. But yeah. you eat it anyway, candy and you're six, and you know, whatever, you gotta do it. But yeah, so, so yeah, a peanut shoes, I would put like third, maybe fourth string Halloween oh, candy. Oh, yeah. One good. of my favorites. So how do we feel about like the uh, since we're talking about candy the sure. offshoots like um now Kit Kat which is now white chocolate or mint or you know churro flavored for all we know you know it's everybody's very, coming out with a different thing churro flavored please it's fun <laughs> like I I think it's a cool idea um you know it's it's something that's been around for so long and they're not getting rid of the original so if you do want a regular Kit Kat for instance, uh, you can get one. And then if you want one that tastes like a birthday cake, you can get that too. You want apples and cinnamon, they got that. I, I'm down. It's, it's, it's yeah. yeah. It, it's, something, it's something silly and fun for absolutely no reason, and I, I, I'm all for it. It's like Oreos. There is 8,000 oh, different Oh my flavors. god. <gasps> Those are the best. What's and, your favorite new ones? Um... Oh, what were uh, they have pea flavored? I <laughs> do. That was just yeah. I wouldn't even try that with a with a stolen mouth. Um, oh, I think I was it had one. What? I think I had like cinnamon or churro. It's they have cinnamon, it. yeah. right? Yeah, something like that. No, those were good. Really I had. 
the peanut butter ones were actually really good. Um, what were the other ones that I tried? Uh, I want to try the birthday cake one. The birthday Ooh. cake one was good. Like, just almost any Oreo I've tried so far, with the exception of, hold on. Uh, yeah, these suck. Uh, caramel coconut flavor. Don't get those. They're gross. Oh. Yeah. You know, well, all right. So, in the whole situation that we're in, we tend to get bored. So, sometimes right. when I go to Target or, you know, wherever to just buy food, I'll just buy silly crap like coconut caramel Oreos. And be like, let's Russian roulette with some cookies. See if these are good. I lost. <laughs> I think those are, can I see, can I see the label? I think those are the ones I got actually. Uh oh. Hey, it is. I like that one. You can give them to me. I like that one. Those are good. And I'm still like, they're still sitting here. They've been here for like two weeks. But yeah. I like them. Um, I thought they were good. Hey, you know, uh, teach his own. They're, that's why there are so many different flavors of Oreos. Yep. So everybody can dig on something different. And there we go. <laughs> right there. I didn't like it. You did. Beautiful thing. Uh, my daughter is in love with the dark chocolate Oreos. And I got to yeah. say, yeah. They're pretty damn good. Chocolate, co uh, chocolate covered uh, Nutty Buddies. Those are really good. Um, dark chocolate. Yeah, the dark chocolate Oreos are really good too. Um, yeah, like I've just been. Well, not just. I've been doing it for a very long time. But you know, you just look. You're like, oh, hey, let's try these weird Oreos, apple cinnamon flavored. Sure, why not? Um, <laughs> and sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But they're Oreos, so who cares? Somebody's does bound to anybody? Lie. Does anybody think we've just spent ten minutes making people hungry? Probably. I'm starving. <laughs> I'm starving. That you, you know earlier. Well, we, you know. Go ahead. No, I sound like you. No, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just gonna get Chinese food after this. That's what I'm doing after this. <laughs> 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 well okay let's let's get off this subject um yeah. i've got one there was an article that caught my eye let's see what you guys think about this uh it's a woman writing in for advice she says our five-year-old has a very strong preference for me her mother since she was born i've been her primary caretaker her whole life and when i'm working she's great and when dad takes over the primary care duties, he's amazing. My husband is an incredible father. He's patient, playful, emotionally present, and supportive. He is crushing it. And yet, she prefers me. She kisses and snuggles me all the time. She says, I love you all the time. She writes notes to me. And she tells her dad this. We've all seen uh, Iron Man, right? Mm -hmm. We've all seen I Love You, I Love You 3000. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, she writes notes, and she says, uh, the other night they're playing, she says, Dad, I love you 10. I love Mom 100. Aww. Oh. So they've asked, and the professional said, I feel for your husband. I think you need to keep going on. Lots of kids prefer one parent, even when both are loving and emotionally available. Who knows why? Maybe she's more like you. Maybe she's more like him, and that's why she's attracted to you. Because he was. But meanwhile, they say 30% of parents are jealous for not being the favorite parent. Oh, so now I'm bringing this up to you. First of all, guys, do either one of you think that you were the favorite child? Now, Carolina, obviously, 
being an only child. She got no option. You, you were the favorite, favorite child, the worst child, the best child. You were everything. So, yes. Pickle. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm t- technically was the only child of my mother and father's marriage. I do have right. three but... <laughs> Oh, no, because, I mean, of my, of my dad, I, because it doesn't really apply to my mom. I'm my mom's only right. son, and everybody else is a stepson, so obviously I would be the favorite in that situation. But to your but father? I, I'm how, thinking. How many siblings? Three others. Yep. I would say I'm not the favorite, but I don't, I, he, the oldest one, Michael, might be the favorite, but. It, it my dad wasn't as loving of a person anyway. Sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> so I can't really say if there was ever like a favorite son out of the group. I think both both of my dad's wives were very loving. So I I can't really answer that question. I'm definitely not a daddy's boy or I'm not my father's son in that. All case. I could hear right now is what the hell kind of name is Pickles anyway? Hey, what are you doing? I mean, <laughs> I mean, but that is on your birth certificate as Teresa Pickles, apparently. I think a lot of things will go wrong, but... So you don't think that there was a favorite child at all? No, I don't think there was a favorite child at all. Go on. You have two sisters. Go. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, no. There was... <clears throat> um, my sister is my Irish twin. So there's only roughly about a year between us, and she is just as loud and wild and crazy as I am. So um, I don't understand how my parents did it, to be perfectly honest. Like, you get the two of us in the room even now and just step back because it's just going to explode. And then there's my youngest sister standing in the middle going, yeah, this is my life. This is what I've had to deal with forever. So um, as a whole, no. I think, uh, I think we were treated equally. Um, you could ask her and she'd give you a whole different story altogether. But um, and from what I spied with my little eyes, uh, I thought, um, you know, I, no, I thought it was an even playing field. I don't, I don't think there was anybody, you know, nobody was better than the other. Nobody was, you know, put, you know, on a pedestal or something like that. But then again, I'm the oldest. So this is coming from the oldest child. of three. Uh-huh. If you speak to my sister, Stephanie, who's the middle child. You may get a whole different tale altogether that I know nothing about. But as far as I see, no, I, I think everything was uh, smooth sailing through childhood. Uh, it, was, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Now, according to this, the youngest is usually the favorite. Now, saying that, my sister and I come from a large Jewish family, two kids. So, uh, and I will tell you definitely, if you talk to my sister and you talk to myself, and we had, even though we had the same parents, we did were not raised the same. Right. Absolutely not. I was the favorite really? child. I definitely was, and I was the youngest, or still am the youngest. So I'm definitely, uh, and I'm sure if I brought my sister on right now, she would totally agree with that. <laughs> so now let's switch up the conversation, and we'll start with Carolina. Okay. Please. Well, let's see. Uh, they say that, like I in the story, there's a favorite parent. Now, I've met you, and I've met your lovely mother. You two get along so well, I couldn't see she had to be favorite parent over even, I know your stepfather was there, but I know just watching you get along, am I correct that your mother is like 
the sun and the moon view. Well, now <laughs> uh -oh. she is. Growing up, growing up, we butted heads a lot because we're both Sagittarius. So we both butted heads a lot, me growing up. So I kind of had like a rough relationship with her. But now, as of last maybe like 10 years, we have a great relationship. She's great. my everything. Yeah, That's she's awesome. my... My moon, my stars, my galaxy, my earth, everything. Oh, between your toes. That, that's great. <laughs> okay, Pickles, who is your favorite parent? Mama's boy, mama's boy, mama's boy. In fact, I'll just take this time to say, go Sagittarius's. Uh, yeah. No, and your father, um, again, is still looking down, going, I don't understand the pickles thing. I just don't get it. <laughs> Apparently, it'll be like my aunt being called, like, why are you called the rabbi when we were in that iteration? <laughs> yeah, no, it, my, I'm a mom's boy. It's very simple, and I'm not afraid, ashamed to admit that. Okay, Sean? Um, same type of deal, even playing field. Um, I'm definitely a combination of both my parents, without question. Um, a lot more like my mom than my dad, but I have my dad's attitude and, uh, you know, my mom's reasoning. And um, I kind of, I think that my sisters are basically the same way. So, you know, it was very, uh, very tight-knit group of five growing up, to be honest. Um, you know, and I'm very proud to uh, be where I am and uh, the people who brought me here. And, uh, so yeah. So, you, no favorite, huh? No, no, can't say that, uh, that uh, no, my, you know. Mom had her things, dad's got his things, and you know, it was always even even ground. I gotta tell you, in my situation, my father worked a lot. And I didn't even realize until I got older and he would get me like little part-time jobs where he was working. And I would see how happy he was at work. This is a man who enjoyed working. Sure. So he was not around a lot. So my mother would take me to movies and my mother liked baseball and she, you know, was with us all the time. Uh, however, so I would say my mother, but then as I get older and I become a parent and I understand what my father was doing now to set up our lives, we went on vacations and, you know, we had a pretty good childhood growing up and that was because of everything he did. So... It's like growing up, if you had asked me as a child, I probably would have said my mother, but now I'm going to say, just like Sean is, it's even now. Sure. And they're both gone. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> oh, please, it's over 10 years. I think I can get over it. I'm okay. <laughs> it's weird, though, because I think a lot of us have our dad's attitudes because I think in a lot of situations... Dad, the dad. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is going to be like a gender issue, but I think a lot of situations the dad might have been a little more hot tempered than the mother. I think. Oh hell no! No, that it's definitely no. that way with me. Really? No. No. Yeah, it's opposite from from my yeah, family. I feared my mom. I still fear my mom, to be honest. And she's she's shorter than I am, but I will die. Yeah, I don't even curse in front of my mom, and I'm forty. Like straight up, like I terrified. Now, if the situation did escalate. And then it was something that, you know, wait until your dad gets home. Then you knew it was yes. hell or high water, concrete, serious business. But that, that very <laughs> rarely happened. But no, I will, I will swear in a stack of Bibles, I am terrified of my mom. And yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can hold that to a truth. My mom. Uh, I think, hi, mom. <laughs> uh, I think it's funny that uh, Maya finally got taller than her mother 
and yet her mother still yells at her, but she has to look up to do it now. So I think that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. So let's see. Uh, what else is happening? Oh, Sunday is Father's Day. Yes. But are you ready for what else it is? First day of summer. It is the first day of summer. Very good. Oh. It is also predicted to be the last day of Earth. Are oh, we ready? What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Why are we clapping? Yeah. <laughs> got, the, got the world's going to end this weekend, guys. Damn it. Oh. Happy Father's Day, Ira, if I don't tell you before Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Let's see. It looks like we could be headed for the end of the world this summer. A new interpretation of the Mayan calendar is to be believed. They first believed that the world was supposed to end in 2012, and as we know, it didn't. Uh, but as even the blockbuster movie 2012, which showed us this is when the apocalypse is supposed to happen. However, they didn't take into account when we switched to the Julian calendar so technically, with all the days we had and take away, we are now in 2012, according to the Mayan calendar. So, oh, oh, we're going to die. Calculations, the Earth is ending next week, the end of this week now, June 21st. How exact is that? How long have you known this, Ira? And why did you only give me like four days in advance warning? Man, better start binge watching all the Netflix shows. <laughs> guys, get them, get them in. Well, remember about a month ago we did a thing. What you need for the zombie apocalypse? I hope you I were paying attention. I didn't get any of that stuff. It's true. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't prepare. I didn't prepare. Oh. Yeah. Have water. Oh well. Whatever. <laughs> so does this mean next week's show by Zoom? It'll be everybody in a cave just going. I just saw a zombie go by, and, you know, he was funny looking. He was like a hipster zombie. I didn't like him at all. <laughs> and, and, still charged. and now this segment is, what'd you find today? Oh, hey, guys, I found this spike bat. Check it out. The apocalypse is on. You know, and it, it'll be like my real life. No matter what the hell happens, I still have to go to work. So, <laughs> no problem. No worries. It's cool, yo. It's like, uh, oh, man, there's a virus on the loose. Okay, I got to go to work. Oh, we're getting <laughs> well, kill, killer bandit hornets are coming through. They're going to sting everybody's face. All right, well, I'll duck them on my way to work, guys. Uh, we're having riots and protests. I hope they clear a path because I got to get to work. Yeah. <laughs> past four or five months. It's, yeah, so... Uh, you know, so I'll be skirting, driving past, past the asteroids, and shit will explode next to me, and I'll be like, I gotta get to work. <laughs> like it'll be, yeah, so, but that's Sunday, so, oh, wait a second, it's Sunday, I'm off. It's Sunday, I'm so looking forward to this. Nice. <laughs> so now, you, you have a few days to prepare. If you could do one thing, right? what would it be? Um, what would you do? Go to work? Huh. No. <laughs> I would stay home. I would flip off the alarm and go back to sleep. Ha ha. Screw you, apocalypse. No. Um, what would I do? Uh, well, if the world existed, the only thing I want to do is with the bolt, but we can't do that right now because everybody's nope. got diseases. 
Um, yes, but you know that the world's going to end, so you could like break in and do whatever you want. Well, that's true. Um, you could go to the Bronx Zoo, climb in, yeah. get on the back of a giraffe, and just start going, yeah, come on, princess, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I'm going to I'm gonna break into the Bronx Zoo and play with the elephants. And that's what, yeah, that's what I'm going to do as the world ends. I'm going to be like, wow, you are huge. Holy shit, look at that. And like, yeah, <laughs> bam. And that'll be it. You know, I'll go out, I'll go out with a bang. Sounds like an elephant trunk. Pickles. Pickles, what are you doing? I have no idea. I really am like completely stumped over here. First of all, I'm working on Sunday, so I'm definitely calling out. Uh, <laughs> God, I don't know. I Break I in the city field and run the bases. I was thinking about that, but I've done it. <laughs> I, I'm kind of lost here. I would think maybe taking like a high speed car chase down the highway. With a twelve-year-old, <laughs> with a twelve-year-old smoking a vape pen, and uh, a, a illegal vape pen, all going down. Okay, Carolina, the end of the world the, coming. What are you gonna do? Am I the only one that thought like survival mode? Like, let me suck up on some water and honey so I can try to survive this thing. No, no? That. I've had a good run. I'm going out like a champ. Same. No, I'm so too young. Every every day you're on so your your wish is every day to be online at Home Depot. Yeah. Home Depot. Why you gotta buy supplies? You just said water and peanuts. I'm not sure if Home. I Depot. said water and honey. Oh, honey. Oh, what you don't need like uh, let's see, what's a chainsaw, machete, yeah. um, duct tape. Yes, but duct tape works. If the zombies are coming, you're going to need something to bolt those doors down. That's right. I, I, I didn't think that far. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm like not, like, I, I don't know what to, I have a bat, <laughs> and I have my, and, and I have my wand. <laughs> I don't know. I have my wand. <laughs> Ira, question for you. If there's like an asteroid coming for the entire Earth, or if it's like yeah. hellfire and brimstone that's that's like swallowing all houses. Well, we know like, him. What is any of this zombie apocalypse <laughs> stuff going to do? Seriously. Nothing. <laughs> that, that comes later. Yeah, but you know what the zombie... You know what the zombie apocalypse really is? It gives all the hipsters hope. <laughs> all that Walking Dead they've been watching for the past like 12 years or however long that show's been on. I don't know, I gave up after the first season because it was boring. Uh, they've been they've been psyching up, so you know Brooklyn is ready. Like the hipsters, they're like zombies, zombies. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be just like the time that so and so did something else to so and so during forty minutes and commercials. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I hope the zombies don't come because I don't want them to eat my brains. I like my brains where they are. It gives me well, the ability. Run. You can run. You can duct tape them. But, uh, you know, I'd I like to see, I don't think the hipsters would survive because they'd run up and be like, dude, where'd you get that outfit? You know, I love that hat. And, you know, Satan. Right. And they'll just get rid of them quick. We can suss them out real quick and take Brooklyn back. Oh, from the, oh, okay. I like that idea then. Yeah, yeah, because I want Brooklyn to be a seedy shithole again where it's real cheap to live. None of this, none of this hipster crap. 
Let's get some zombies in here, damn it. Well, I like the idea. <laughs> let's see now. And finally, if the world does not end, right. and let's face it, it probably won't. Doubtful. So you'll have to go to work on Monday. Um, I, I have here a few Father's Day rituals from around the world. So let's see. In Germany, Father's Day is celebrated with no women allowed anywhere. That's the theme of Father's Day. German fathers traditionally celebrate their day by ditching wife and children. Groups of fathers take hikes up the mountains, walks in the park, and put pull wagons filled with alcoholic beverages behind them. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty effing good holiday. I guess. They brought to you by the people who created Oktoberfest. Yeah. <laughs> they pull wagons, but they don't do any drinking of said beer? I mean, come on now. Well, yeah, when they get to the top of the hill or wherever they're going. And then they collapse because they've been on the top of the hill. And then they get an extra day! Yay! They have, an, they have an extreme level, blood alcohol level. They're German. They're fine. Yeah. See, well, we can go to Nepal, where they have a ceremony in which boys... Oh, God, this sounds a little weird. In which boys touch their heads to their father's feet Girls touch their heads to their father's hands. Anybody? I'm glad Anybody? my boy, I'm, I, 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 it pays to be a girl in that situation then. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't know anything about Polynesian culture, so uh, I really can't comment on that. But um, it, okay, it, it sounds fairly simple. <laughs> well, let's see. In Thailand, fathers are typically presented with bright Canaan flowers for their families. So that's nice. I mean, usually Mother's Day, you know, moms always get the flowers and dad sure. is stuck doing the barbecuing. But in this case, you get flowers too. Hey, you know, dad needs to get laid too. Why not? Come on. And <laughs> by the way, Hawaii, I was did you get anything for your dad? What? Did you get anything for your dad? Are you going to get him um, I have to plead the fifth, being as my dad is an avid listener to this show, and Father's Day has not happened yet, so I don't want to ruin the surprise. I'll bring that up next week. If the world don't end. <laughs> uh, let's see. In Mexico. Each Father's Day in Mexico City. Oh, my God. You have to run a... 21k which is equal to a 30 mile race for fathers afterwards is a typical big feast with yummy desserts to honor your father so they're telling you you're not getting that damn it no i ain't doing it so wait i ain't the, getting past a mile wait the dads have to run or the dads have a representative running for them nope the dads run oh damn wow oh, that's oh cool <laughs> Carolina's like, I'm not doing it. She's like, oh, dad's got to do it? Screw him. Let him do it. You can run 13 miles. He ain't making it either. Man. I just, but isn't he like, can hide in my zombie apocalypse. I think these dads need representatives, and they can place bets on their runners and make it more entertaining. Seriously. But then again, that's, that's uh, you know, Gamblers Anonymous over here saying, oh, let's put some money on it, guys. Say it's for dad. Yeah. Like, no, that, I don't no. know. Put that in big. Oh, that's that's man, is that for Mandatory? 
if that were mandatory, would that make you think about maybe I don't want kids? I, I just don't want kids. Why? I don't want to run that damn race. Run that far. Um, maybe. It's possible. Like is, it, yeah. is it mandatory? Uh, it doesn't say it's mandatory. It does wow. not. I'm just saying if it was. If it is mandatory, they have one hell of an Olympic team. You know, I feel like they should make that a law here in the United States. Right? If oh, hell every, no. Every What's child, you got to run. What? Hell no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of men will think twice about having kids with a whole bunch of women. What is this? Why? Oh, a lot of them are already running away from the woman once she says she's pregnant anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. The country's messed up. <laughs> okay, in South Africa, children spend the day fishing to catch fish for their father's dinner. So, in other words, you get them out of the house, away from you, and they bring you dinner. That's awesome. I want to do that. That's nice. I but, if they don't, but like most kids, when if they screw it up, they're like, "Here, Dad, this is what we got. That's dinner." Yeah. Hey, well. You gotta, you gotta train you. You gotta teach your kids how to fish, and then you can reap the benefits once a year on how good of a fish. Well, maybe that just says that dad's a shitty fisherman. Hmm. At least, mm. <laughs> at least it's better than Mexico. He's he's out of luck one day a year. He's not fishing for himself, and these kids are trying to get these things. And it's not working. He needs to work on his teaching skills. I, I teach you how to order at Red Lobster. We have right. Dinner. Seriously, you know, I mean, either that or get them a net. Maybe they're just not good pole fishermen. Maybe they need to just scoop them out. At least it's better than Mexico, where the where the dad is doing all the work and then just getting the rewards. At least the son is fishing, and then the dad gets to reap the benefits of the rewards right after. That's what I'm well, saying. You know? In Russia. Uh -huh. Parades celebrate the Russian armed forces while men can expect to receive gifts from the women in their lives. Aww. Yes. Carolina, what'd you get me? <laughs> I think she's frozen. <laughs> no, she, no she, just, she just was like rolling her She eyes. bailed out. <laughs> back. I'm back. They got to see Russia. <laughs> I got you to run 13 miles, bitch. Now get on the road, fatty. <laughs> uh, in Sweden, Swedes celebrate Father's Day in November for some reason. And fathers get a traditional breakfast in bed, gifts, and cake. I'm going to Sweden. That's it. Nice. That's okay. nice. But what always happens when the kids make breakfast when they're too young? You know, you get the mess. big mess, and you get the, oh, look, we put, like, applesauce in the oatmeal. We thought that would be good. Like, hey. yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love my giant roll of uncooked cookie dough. Thank you, child. Great. <laughs> Greatest Father's Day ever. Daddy said not to cut it up because it would be bad. <laughs> so would you, what'd you get for Father's Day? Salmonella poisoning. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, where do the wise don't eat raw cookie dough? It causes salmonella. And don't worry, we're also cooking dinner. 
Oh, goody. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make the chicken just like we made the cookies. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Man. Hon, do we have Pepto in the house? <laughs> I don't think you're going to need Pepto. I think you're going to need the emergency room. I got nine <laughs> one anytime now. <laughs> okay, you guys hang out here. I'll just go by myself. Definitely by myself to the hospital. Mm -hmm. See you later. <laughs> Take the 12-year-old with you so she can drive you there. You want some cookies <laughs> for the road? No, thank you. No, 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 no. <laughs> and no matter what it looks like, smells like, it, even if it looks back at you and winks, you still have to take a bite. That's it. No matter what. It's a good thing my daughter's a good cook. Oh, my God. Thank God. <laughs> so I hope that all of you survive on uh, past the 21st. And everybody right. should have a good Father's Day, but we're at the end of this show. So we're going to say goodbye and hope that we see you again next show. But until then, Pickles, do you have anything to plug? So and, and this happens on Thursday at least. So, <laughs> so we, we will survive till at least that point. I have one more podcast and then we're all going to die. So okay. <laughs> here it is. It's on Thursday, 9 o'clock. Still alive at that point. No zombies yet. Although, if you want, you can uh, DM me or uh, catch me on Facebook after the show, and I can give you my zombie apocalypse uh, tips. We know one zombie who's on the show who doesn't have to worry about anything because, you know, no brains means no brains. So, uh, <laughs> if I only had a brain. <laughs> Carolina. Yes. Um, so go check out our Instagram page, which is Circling the Drain Podcast. Um, there's new videos up there, so just go like and comment and share. And yeah. <laughs> and Sean? Well, I'm certainly hoping that everybody had a great time on this final episode ever. It's over. <laughs> over. It's a couple more days. We got five, five, you know, maybe. Um, so yeah, uh, well, it's, it's been fun. Um, I've enjoyed the planet. It's, uh, been, it's been real for, for good, for, for good, not evil, you know, and all that. But anyway, if the world doesn't end on Sunday, which who knows, anywho, uh, you can go to the drain, the circling the drain Facebook group page, which is, uh, might be where you're watching this right now. Or it might be where you go tomorrow to vote on the shotgun stories you heard today. Uh, today, You did hear them today. You heard them a little earlier today, about an hour ago. Uh, you can vote on any one of those stories. And if the world doesn't end this weekend, which we're hoping it doesn't, uh, we'll determine a winner and figure out what exactly we're going to do with said winner on the very first episode of Circling the Drain since we survived. And, uh, yeah, so you can do that. Uh, we also have a YouTube page with a bunch of funny stuff on there. So you can go to Circling the Drain Podcast and, uh, you know, crush that, uh, that like button or whatever, however you do to uh, get linked onto YouTube. Um, and then we also, uh, we do this as a podcast. So there are plenty of avenues where you can download said podcast, and all those avenues would be? Uh, avenue A, First Avenue, Main Street. Uh, let's see, any other? Fifth Avenue. I have Canal I Street. Tell you, Thank you. I have to uh, tell you that it, we are listened to in 10 different countries. 
Woo! Now, in most of them, most of them, it's just a couple of people. But what has happened in the past couple of weeks, for some unknown reason, is our audience in Ireland is increasing every week. Yeah! So, thank you, Ireland! Yeah! Ireland! a remote show there next year. Like it. So, if you survive Ireland, and our next episode of Zombieland will be heard on iTunes, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Himalaya, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and if you're lazy, Alexa or Siri, play Circling the Drain podcast. So we hope you had a good time. We hope everybody's alive. If you're not, you know, we hope you, let's put it this way. If, if something happens and you are stuck inside like a cave, you've got like 70 episodes of this show to listen to. And no excuse not to vote for your favorite shotgun stories of all time. Yeah. So there. Exactly. Until next time, what do we always say? If you give us a chance, we'll we'll give you a a laugh. laugh. And a vape pen. And a vape pen. From a 12-year-old. Wi-Fi in it. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.